Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children. We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, y'all. So tonight we wanted to, um, Carly is going to share a quote for the words of the week, and we're just going to share our thoughts, feelings, opinions on the difference between men and women and what it means to be a man and what it means to be a woman and what our roles are. Yeah, no big deal, right? (laughs) Okay, so um, I think I originally read this quote. I want to say it was from the Eve in Exile book, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, It's a quote by... G.K. Chesterton, excuse me. It's called, If I Set the Sun Beside the Moon. If I set the sun beside the moon, and if I set the land beside the sea, and if I set the flower beside the fruit, and if I set the town beside the country, and if I set the man beside the woman, I suppose some fool would talk about one being better. And I just saved that in my notes because I was like, wow, I love that. You sent it to me recently, actually. I don't remember when it was. I want to say a few weeks back. And I was just sitting and thinking and thinking and thinking about it. So I'm really glad that we're going to have this conversation. Yeah. So obviously I was being facetious when I said no big deal because obviously this is a huge deal. Um, And especially in our world today where people, identity is a hot topic of conversation. And um, I think it's important as believers that we talk about what it means to be a man. And then obviously us as women and mothers, what it means to be a woman and what it means to be a, a, a mother and how it's not a contest and it's actually not a comparison. No, because we are literally completely different. Right. And God designed us to be completely different. That's the whole point. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. That's the whole point is for us to be able to do certain things as women and mothers and men to be able to do certain things as men and fathers. Yeah. We're not. I think it's in, It's important that we understand that God has called us to be who we are. So he doesn't make a mistake when he creates anybody. So if you are a woman, he not only called you a woman, he called you capable as a woman and everything that that means. I think that if I was the devil, I would spend my time making sure that men and women 
we're spending time being confused and comparing and trying to be fair and all of these other things that are, it's a literally, it's an impossible task because it's, there's no such thing. There's no comparison. Exactly. And I feel like there's a lot of conversation around this and I, I think it's a distraction because if you're distracted, then you're not walking in your calling as a man mm-hmm. or as a woman. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. feel like it's very, um, we need to be aware of that because everything that God loves, the devil hates. Right. So the fact that he made us women and what God says that means and what God has called us to. What do you think the devil's going to do about that? Try and break it down. Yeah. I mean, I think it's true. And I think this all stems back to the many, many times we've said on this podcast about how detached the world is and how much that impacts men and women and children and the society that we live in honestly only perpetuates it. And if you don't have any sort of awareness or any sort of relationship with God, then you are distracted. You are aware of all of the worldly things that you can choose to focus on as a woman. And I mean, I think, like you said, this is such a hot topic and it's so controversial in a lot of people's eyes. I'm saying that in air quotes for everybody who cannot see me. (laughs) Um, And it doesn't have to be. That's the thing is that it's not supposed to be controversial. And Carly and I were just having a conversation before we hopped on to record. It's just, it's wild to me what society portrays being a woman as versus what being a woman actually is and actually means. Because when we're talking about fairness and equality and all of that stuff, what society is pushing as liberating and freeing for women is not it. That, oh, it's that's, a lie. It's straight up lies. And yeah. it's disturbing. <laughs> it really, it really is. And that's why I think that this conversation, we were jokingly saying, no big deal. This is a huge deal. Yeah. Huge. Because it impacts It impacts everyone. It impacts husbands and wives and families and children and future generations. The conversations like this matter so much. Yeah. So I was, I was thinking about the idea of the word fair. And I was telling you before we hopped on to record, I think we should put the word fair in the same category as the word perfect. Yes. We're not using those words because they don't exist. Somewhere, I honestly feel like it is some innate human fleshly desire for things to be fair. But in actuality... We are all different. We are all unique. We all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. How in the world do you think that anything can be fair? It can't. We're not supposed to be the same. Right. 
So I think when, when I was growing up, my mom used to say fair doesn't live here. And I mean, that's true. Fair doesn't live here. And I think my brain just goes a step further because I'm like, well, if fair doesn't live here, then it must live somewhere. Where's that's not, that's not true either. So we don't need to go search for fairness. We should just stop right here and right now. I'm having these conversations with my children. Yes. Because kids do say, oh, it's not fair. And I'm like, hey, guess what? I get it. It's not fair because fair is made up. Yes. So whatever definition you have in your brain about how things should be, I'm not dismissing whatever's happening and whatever's hard and all that stuff. I am saying that fair is made up. So let's just get that straight off the bat. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's really important to say that and also mention the word perfect because everyone has a different definition of what perfect means. It's not real. There's no one definition that defines it across the board for everybody. And the same goes for fair. <laughs> like this, It's the same exact thing. So I think the more we talk to, well, A, we remind ourselves of these things. It's our mindset. Our mindset is so huge. That was another thing we were talking about before we came on to record. And I think is a really important piece of this conversation. But like being aware of the words that we're using and speaking over our lives and speaking over our children and being conscious and mindful of the fact that we don't have to use those words and hyper-focus on that, right? And I think in our society, especially nowadays, that's literally what it's all about. It's just this obsession with things. I mean, we have a, a bunch of different conversations we could go off into with the with that concept in mind. Yeah. I think I realized the more that I was thinking about this, I feel like this like innate searching for fairness is what really people are searching for is something that can only be filled by the truth of the gospel and understanding God and understanding how he loves us and how he created us. So I'm wondering if that innate, like, oh, it's not fair. I'm looking for fair. or I want it to be fair and equal and all this stuff. I feel like it's just this misplaced, like, God, I need you. Yeah. I want to be told who I am. I want to know my role here. I want to know what I'm supposed to be doing. I want to know what I'm not supposed to be doing. And then... I guess it depends on the people you're around. If you're not around believers or if you haven't been told the good news of what the gospel is, then I feel like this stuff gets misplaced in these topic of conversations about, well, you know, I'm a woman and I have to do all this. So it's not fair. I'm a man. And, you know, all of these conversations that are really distractions. Because the gospel is the only thing that I can think of that would be a definition of what fair is. Because Jesus came and died for everyone. So if you want to talk about that, Jesus is the great equalizer. Because he doesn't care where you've been, who you are, what you look like, what you've done. He doesn't care about any of that stuff. He said, hey, guess what? I came and I died and I rose again. And all of this is included in that. Yeah. And 
even all of that, with that comes the boundaries in which we are to live. And what we've said before, there are, there's freedom within those boundaries. Yes. And that's so. another thing people are afraid of, of like, oh, well, you're putting me in this box when it's like, no, if anybody's going to put me in a box, it's going to be God. Because if he created it, I know that it's wonderful and beautiful and more than I could ever imagine. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, though, it's just. I want like what you were saying when people are looking to fill something, they're finding things to complain about or be aware of it. Just it's like they're trying to fill a void. Yep. And they don't realize they don't realize what what they're looking for. Because, I mean, I've been there. Like, I've talked about it on the podcast before. I was raised Catholic. And now my views are completely different. And I'm Christian. And my relationship with God is so different now than it ever was. And I think when you really have that relationship with God, like everything changes, everything Mm -hmm. changes down to your core, the way you look at things, the way you think about things, the way you see things, everything changes. And so, I mean, we talk, I know people jokingly say things like, well, that person just really needs Jesus. And I think that that's also not really a joke because I think that it would help a lot of people. Seriously, I mean, I think about, and I mean, I have, I have personally experienced this like comparison and like victim mentality. And if I am comparing and thinking about fairness and oh, like pitiful me, then I am not walking in the fullness of how God created me. So it's a lot of it has to do with mindset and shifting our mindset when it's not serving us because I am not a victim of my circumstances. I'm not a victim of my life. I am not a victim of how I was raised. I'm not a victim of my children. I am not a victim of what it means to raise my children with conviction. So I, is motherhood hard? Absolutely. Am I capable? Absolutely. It's one of those things that it's an and. Because God created you to do that. Knowing all these things and speaking truth of our situation, it doesn't dismiss all the things that are also true about it being hard and complicated and overwhelming and all of the, we live in a fallen, broken world and we are human beings that have limits. And Hey, God knows we have limits and he's there for us. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, I have called you a woman. I have called you a mother and this is what it means to be that. And Hey, guess what? With me, when you surrender, when you obey, when you're living the way that I have created you, if if I'm on your team, you can do anything. Right. And so 
I don't know. It's I just I feel like there's just what you what you mentioned before when you were talking about things being distractions. Oh things yeah. being lies, things that are the worldly things, the things that our flesh wants, right? Is it's further perpetuated by this idea of perfectionism, by this idea of equality, by this idea of I don't even know the word that I'm looking for. Um, but it's everywhere. It's all across social media, literally everywhere, all across social media, all across news networks, morning shows, everything. And it's just, if we really just took a step back and got back to the basics of how God created us, what our purpose is as women and mothers and what men's purpose is as men and fathers and husbands, um, everything could be so much more simple. And also obviously people having an actual relationship with God and being aware and conscious and mindful of everything. So in hindsight, it might not seem as simple. And at the same time, it really could be a lot more simple and not as overcomplicated and full of comparison and complaining and this idea of pushing perfectionism. And there's just so much stuff. I know we've recorded episodes talking about stuff. There's so much stuff in the world that distracts us from what's actually important. Yeah, that's it's absolutely so true. Another thing that I was thinking of is whoever said being a woman was supposed to be easy or fair? Whoever said being a mom was supposed to be easy or fair or yeah. equal? Like whoever, who, said, who, whoever said that? Yeah. And whoever said like parenting is supposed to be easy or fair. Yeah. we. I mean, we have to switch our mindset. We can say the things that are hard and complicated and overwhelming at the same time, in, as speaking truth, yeah. we, we do a disservice to ourselves when we set ourselves up to think things should be something that they're not supposed to be. Yes. Yes. So I think, well, just like you said, we have to get back to the basics and of the like raw truth of what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a mother, what it means to be a wife. And then pray, because obviously, even within being a woman, we're all different. Right. I am different from you. You are different from another woman, another mother. We're all different. So that's where it comes like we can pray to God for discernment and yes. wisdom yes. to walk in the very life that we have been called to live. And I just, I keep thinking about that and I'm like, okay, so... Are women and mothers burnt out or are you living outside of the jurisdiction of what God has called you to live? Yes. Are you trying to do everything and be everything and do all the roles yes. and all of the things all of the time? Yes. Because that is a recipe for disaster. It's literally what I was just going to say. And then insert complaining, yes. insert getting stuck on that mindset so it's like it's it's so it stacks on top of each other all of these layers so we have to peel it back and get back to the basics and obviously you and I are talking about from a woman's 
point of view. Right. There's a whole, this whole conversation could be done by men talking to other men. Yes. Because I feel like men and women together, it works if we both work together. Yes. And that's, that was one of the things that, I don't know, I think I said it to you before we started recording is that in relationships and in marriages, it's crucial for both people to know what their purpose is and their role is. And for both people to realize this is my role. I cannot do the same things that you can do. And this is my role and I cannot do the same things that you can do. And what are our expectations? Let's communicate about those things. Let's work together. So I'm doing the things that I need to do and you're doing the things that you need to do. And we make our marriage work and we make our family work. You have to have both people and in a godly relationship too, not just pretending like you're in a godly relationship. It needs to be people who are actually committed to that. And I think that's where there's a lot of like misconstrued ideas across social media, right? Like if women are in abusive relationships or they're, they're with someone who doesn't understand like what their role is as a woman and as a mother and expects them to be in a different role because of society and society's expectations. So that's why conversations like this are so important. And it's important for our kids to see that it's important for your marriage. It's important for you as a mother, as a woman, as a wife, it's important for a husband, a man, a father. And it's also important for our children to see what those roles are and not have them get misconstrued by society that's full of distraction and lies. Because honestly, it overcomplicates everything. And it puts people in this mindset of, it's all about me. And it's not at the end of the day. It's not. And if you continue to think, it's all about me, everything should be fair, everything should be equal, men should be doing the same exact thing women can do, and vice versa, that's not real life. That's a lie. It's a lie. It's made up. It's made up. And it's what a lot, a lot of people in our society are seeing and what a lot of children are growing up into. And it's, it's, it's concerning to me a lot of the time. Yeah, that it's so, yes. And I mean, I'll just share a real life example because a a couple weeks ago, my husband was gone for work for a whole week. And I was home with our kids and everybody wasn't feeling well. Everybody was taking turns, not feeling well. I mean, the whole, the whole shebang and life goes on. And so there were times where I was finding myself having these thoughts of, I would never leave my family like this. Yes. How could he leave me like this? Or like thinking that, I don't know. I think I just, when you're in that state of like, kind of like fight or flight, like I have to be okay. I have to take care of everyone. It's so easy to allow those thoughts of like, I am not capable. Right. Somebody should come save me. Right. When the truth is, is that nobody's coming to save me. Right. 
And it doesn't dismiss that this situation is hard and complicated. It's hard to take care of all of these children who are not feeling well. Your husband's gone. You're trying to maintain a house. You're trying to feed everybody, make sure everybody's well. Also eat yourself and sleep and no one's sleeping. So we're all tired. This is obviously so complicated. And I guess the world would say I would have every right to be complaining. Right. And... I want to push back on that because I just think that that is not helpful in those situations. Now, I don't need to be dishonest and just act like everything is fine when it's not. Right. I can be honest about the fact that I'm having a hard time. And. 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 That's the thing. It's Mm -hmm. and. It's and. And these complaining and the fairness thing and all of these, these are lies from the devil. They're lies. And so I had to switch my mindset and I had to really pray about this because I'm like, I could never leave my family like this because I wasn't made to leave my family like this. Right. I'm, I'm actually created to be here. Right. In my home, taking yes. care of my babies. Yes. And my husband was created to do exactly what he is doing. Right. And it's not about fair and it's not about easy. And it's all about these things that they are made up. Yeah. We're canceling fair. <laughs> We're canceling fair. I'm not into cancel culture. No. But I will put up a cancel culture campaign for the word fair. Yeah. It's made up. Yeah. And it's doing a disservice to women because it, it's the mindset thing. It is like a disease mm-hmm. when you start thinking that way. And then it's, it spirals. Yes. And it's like, we have to snap out of it. Yes. We can be honest about things and, and we're back. Um, we just had a real life example of the difference between a man and a woman. And my child came in here and needed me. Um, and I'm not sure where I left off. I know that I was saying, I was talking about the example of a couple weeks ago and talking about how our mindset matters so much when it comes to this. Yes. And I think that that um, complaining mindset we just we have to there's a difference in complaining and saying what is true there just is oh, yeah. we have to be able to say what is true to ask for help to problem solve to switch things up when we need to and at the same time we have to get back to gratitude and get back to living in the fullness of what it, what God has called us to do, whatever that is. And what he's provided for us already. Oh, hallelujah. For real. That's that's one thing that we've been talking about in our household lately is I was glad when you brought up the whole complaining piece of the conversation before we started recording and now, because if we as adults, as mothers, as women and wives, If we are sitting around complaining to our kids or in front of our kids or just complaining about all of these things that we do on a day-to-day basis, that they're going to grow up doing the same thing. Yeah. 
And so having a mindset of acknowledging, hey, this is hard and I'm still capable of doing this and I'm capable of asking for help. And if this is not working, what can we do to make it work? Because if we just walk around complaining all the time and we don't stop and think, how, what's the resolution to this? How can I switch it up? Is it my mindset? Is it part of our routine? Is it this? Is it that? Is it the words that I'm speaking over things? We have to change that. And I mean, this whole complaining thing is just, again, I know I've said it multiple times at this point, but it's fully perpetuated by our society. It's fully perpetuated by social media. And I mean, we've talked about the whole concept of mommy wine culture and complaining about your kids on social media and acting like they're burdens. And that that's not it. That's It's not it. And so when you take a step back and realize, okay, I'm a, I'm a woman. What is my purpose? What has God called me to do? And as mothers, I, I sent this to Carly. Um, there was an account that I follow on Instagram who shared um, motherhood is not a, what was it? A sacrifice. It's a, it's an offering. It's a, it's a blessing. I think those were her words. And it's, it's so true. If, if you look at motherhood as a sacrifice, how are you ever going to view your children as blessings? You can't. And you won't. And so when you were sitting there talking about what you are capable of doing and what your husband was doing when he was out working, I really have thought a lot about that lately in regards to what society expects women to do after they give birth. And depending on how you gave birth, where you gave birth, if you had a vaginal birth, if you had a, like a C-section, people are like, let's bounce back. Let's get your body back. Let's get you back to work. Let's get that baby on a bottle. Let's get you like all these things. And I honestly think that was one of the biggest eye-opening things for me as a woman. And since becoming a mother was that I didn't, I didn't want to do all the things that society was telling me that I should be doing. I didn't want to go back to work. I didn't want to put my daughter on a, give her a bottle. I didn't want to be away from her for extended periods of time to have a girl's weekend or whatever. And honestly, even now there are certain things that I don't want to do. And a lot of people don't understand that. And I'm fine with it because I'm like, this is part of being a mother to me. It might not make sense to everybody else, but to me, this is what matters more to me. And so I don't know. I just, the, the push for comparison, the push for equality, the push for detachment, all of these things just don't sit well with me. And I don't think that it is honoring what it means to be a woman, to be, and to be a mother. Yeah. And having people walking around, I mean, that could be a whole nother conversation. I don't know if I want to open that can of worms, but having people try to define what it means to be a woman when they're not actually women is just not, it's not it for me. Yeah. 
And I think what I love what you just said is that is not what it means to be a mother to me. Yeah. Because it it goes back to there is freedom within the boundaries mm-hmm. of how God created us as mothers. Right. We all have the Holy Spirit. We all have discernment and wisdom. And so therefore, the way we all raise our children is going to look differently. Absolutely. Now, if you are a believer and you are following God's word, yeah, we'll probably be more similar than we are different Yes, in a lot of ways. And at the same time, there is a lot of flexibility. There's right. a lot of things about parenting that is not a salvation issue that yes. we need to allow room for mothers to make decisions on. Yes. And I just think that you know, when you were, you were describing like how a woman gives birth and like, then they're, you know, shoved into society where society does not respect at all what it means to be a woman or mother. No. And I mean, I don't think society respects what it means to be a man or a woman. Honestly, I think we're all kinds of twisted up and backwards. Mm -hmm. And so I think about how like, Moms on social media who are complaining and all of that, I'm not saying that I just don't want to come off as dismissing. Oh, no, no, because like, yeah, exactly. It's and yeah, because I, I understand like if you are just unconsciously falling in line with, okay, this is what everybody does. This is what's expected of me, all of that stuff. And then you find yourself in this trap of comparison and you think things aren't fair. And, you know, this is, I'm not capable. And this is, you know, if you find yourself in that, I feel like that is the direct result of what society lays out. Wholeheartedly. And so I'm not talking, I mean, we're both not talking down to any woman at no. all no. because, and that's why we want to have this conversation because we're like, we get it. We've been there. Like, we find we, ourselves there still. Exactly. <laughs> like we are all trying to do this thing. Like we need to zoom out and we need to, we need to be here for each other and speak the truth of this stuff over each other and encourage each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just like, just thinking about this. I'm like, oh my goodness, the layers are so, <laughs> there is so many layers. And I, and I was telling you, I feel like just speaking about this will probably open up conversations of other things that will branch from this. Yeah. I mean, because it's just, it's, it's so important. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, and we've touched on, we've touched on so many of these things in bits and pieces of other episodes that we've recorded. We're not talking down to people. We're not saying we know better than people. We're not saying you should be doing exactly what we're doing. We're saying that it's going to look every, it's going to look different for everybody because everyone's different. And there's a difference between complaining and acknowledging that you're having a hard time and what can we do about it? And it's just, it's important to realize it's multi-layered, it's multifaceted. It's not, it has, it has to be individualized to the woman, to the family, to the children, to everything. So it's just obviously 
there's like the main discussion of what it means to be a woman and what it means to be a man, obviously. And it's different for everybody. Yeah. Within your family dynamic. Yeah. Well, the other, I think it was last week, the sermon was about grace. And the pastor said, if when you look at another person and your idea is anything besides God can help them, then you're living under the wrong banner of what grace actually means. And so I think that that's important. Like when we're talking about the way that different women handle the, what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a mother. I mean, we are not, we're not speaking down on anybody and we want to encourage people and we want you to know that you're equipped and you're called and capable called and capable and it's not supposed to be easy. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was one thing that I wanted to say. Cause we, I think we'd said that previously, just that it's not supposed to be easy. Yeah. Mothering is not supposed to be easy. Parenting is not supposed to be easy. Being married is not supposed to be easy. Yeah. It's supposed to be two people working together to and, to and loving each other and showing each other what that means and showing your kids what that means through the good times and the bad times. That's what it that's what it's supposed to be. It's yeah. not going to be this idea of perfect. It's not going yeah. to be rainbows and butterflies all the time. That's not real life. So to be pushing this idea of this should be equal, this should be perfect, this should be fair, it's a lie. It is a straight up lie. Yep. And it's a disservice to everybody. That's so true. So we've canceled perfect, we're canceling (laughs) fair. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. (laughs) That's about where we're at right now. <laughs> oh. Well, do you feel like we covered all the things we wanted to cover when it comes to this this conversation? Yeah, I feel like I feel like it was a little loaded, but <laughs> I know. It's it's oh. a lot. And I mean we it's kind of funny how we say that there's so many layers and we say it as a joke and also we're very serious. And And that's why we always say it because we recognize there are so many layers to things and we respect and we honor the layers of what makes us all who we are in this very moment. And we never want to come across as like, we know everything. This is what you should do. We know all the things it's it's not that at all. We want to respect and honor people exactly where they are. Yeah. And we will continue to say that forever oh, and ever. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of the time these conversations that we have are to remind ourselves of these things also, which I don't know if people realize. Carly and I have these conversations and we record and then we record and oftentimes we need to remind ourselves of what we're talking about. We need to shift our mindset. We need to shift something within our family. And it's, we're having these conversations to hopefully encourage and empower you while also reminding ourselves and doing the same for ourselves. Yeah. That example that I just shared, that was the week before last. Yeah. Like we're, we're literally all doing the same thing at the same time. 
Amen. <clears throat> and we can be here for each other. And that's a that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And we can and in those moments, I feel like one of the biggest things that shifted in in my life and since you and I became friends is that we can we can say things to one another, not like calling each other out in a, in a disrespectful way, but just be like, I'm noticing this, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what that's what real friendships are. Yeah. How how can I help you? How can I support you? What do we need? How can we shift the energy? How can we shift your mindset? How can I pray for you? Yeah. You know? So I just think it's an it's an opportunity, truly. Yep, it's an opportunity. All right. Well, that was it for tonight, but we will be back with more. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always be back with more. <laughs> All right, guys. We will be back next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.